0: This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid.
1: And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, farts, 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 plus Biz is crazy in Alabama, Teresa wrote a book. And we talk to Dory Shafriar and Kate Spencer from the Forever 35 podcast.
1: Woo! Wow. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Teresa, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty tired. We just got back from Max FunCon. Very tired. So if mm. I repeat myself at all today, or I just am speaking Gone. nonsense. <laughs> language. Uh, I apologize. Oh, But I do have some exciting news that I've been waiting and waiting and waiting to share with you all. I wrote a book. Yay! Yeah. I'm so excited. Uh, so I can now say that it will be coming out about a year from now, um, mm-hmm. June of 2019, in time for Pride. Nice. What kind of book is it? It is a children's book. Ooh. And it is a children's book about gender identity. Yes! Yeah. Um, it's called It Feels Good to Be Yourself. Nice. Um, and many of you know uh, I have a transgender child. And I, ever since um, I knew I had a transgender child, I have wanted to write a book for young kids because there are a lot of books out there, but there was a book that was missing in yes. my mind. Um, so I was really excited to finally sit down and write it and I'm just so excited it's going to be coming out. We have a a really amazing illustrator um, named Noah Greeny who is a non-binary transgender artist and they are working on these sketches and I get to see the sketches as they come in. Yeah. And I'm not kidding you guys, like I like cry every time <laughs> I see new sketches. Like I I'm so thrilled to be working with this person. And um, I'm just so excited to see how the book is coming together. So I will continue to keep you all posted. Once again, it's coming out about a year from now in June of 2019. It's being published by Henry Holt Books for Young Readers, which is an imprint of Macmillan Children's Publishing Group. And yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know. Good job. That's a big undertaking. Yeah, thanks. Good
0: job. Both probably emotionally and just time wise.
1: Yeah, I mean a little everything. It's you know a little what I of mean? everything, but it wasn't really like it wasn't like should I devote some time to this? <laughs> I was just like I have to do yeah. this, so I feel really lucky that it's it's happening.
0: I'm so good job. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, How are you? Uh, I am good. Uh <laughs> Teresa knows. okay. So uh, technically, right now I'm in Alabama when you're listening to the show because it's summer. Right. So a couple of little pre-recordings we're doing. Yes. So as I like to do each year is pretend I'm giving you the actual events that are happening in Alabama. Oh, okay. Great. Things are going Lay it great. on me. They're oh, going yeah? great. Okay. <laughs> Everything's great. Uh-huh. No weird adjustments. Nope. Uh, with parents and grandkids, no sleep issues. Everybody's eating. Ellis is just trying new foods left and right. He can't oh, stop yeah. trying new foods. It's funny
1: how going to Alabama yeah.
0: just, just made him yeah. a totally different kid. A totally kid. different kid. Uh, yeah. Uh, Katie Bell's getting along perfectly with him. All she wants to do is play with him so that I can rest and catch up with my parents. It's great. That's all I have to say about that. And I do want to just follow up real quick. So as we all know, camp podcast, Katie Bell's in the other room right. again. Uh, How's it, that going? Uh, not great. This was a mistake, <laughs> uh, which I'll talk about more in the fail section of today. But Teresa uh, came in and found me on the computer. I just looked up at her and I said, I am at this very moment signing Katie Bell up for a three-week summer camp when we get back. So anyway, <laughs> problem solved. Problem solved. Whether she wants to go or not. Speaking of wanting to go, today we are going to talk about the very profound and deep topic
1: of farts. <laughs>
0: Anal exhale. Ew. <laughs> Butt trumpet. I don't like this game. Cutting the cheese. How many more do you have? Just a few. <laughs> Hot wind. Stepping on a duck. Flatulence. Mm-hmm. And so forth. Okay. I would like to say. I'm seriously reconsidering <laughs>
1: agreeing to do this topic today. That's the worst. That was okay. the worst. Okay.
0: I felt like we needed one off the date. Di- one more high school esque style. Referring right. because we are in the middle of small children, yeah, uh, who pass gas, yes, and I, most of our discussion is going to probably surround that. Mm-hmm. But there is another day coming, right. where it's going, and I want to talk about that where it's going to turn from toots mm-hmm. to something horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and let me tell you, there are over three hundred euphemisms for passing gas. Yeah, sure, I picked eight. Okay, so. Why don't we, why don't we just start off with some general, you know, young children. What do you guys, can I ask, what do you guys call it in your house? We mostly call them
1: toots in our house. (laughs) 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 We don't. I know. It cracks me up when I hear toots. I don't know why. Like, it kind of is a joke. Sure. But, yeah, we've always kind of called them toots. And then, um... Uh and then now because of Captain Underpants, Ugh. now it's a little bit more than my kids are referring to them as farts. Okay. Yeah. So we called them, we called them
0: poots. Who mm-hmm. pooted? Yeah. Pooting. That kind of thing. When Katie Bell got into second grade, a uh, like aide, there was mm-hmm. like an aide who worked with a kid in the class. Mm-hmm. That woman called them farts. Mm. And so it came home. <laughs> that word came home uh-huh. and I want to first. I wonder just, if this
1: person knows the <laughs> effect, like, the impact that life, she's had. On I want to talk the about children. the words some because, like, uh-huh. for me,
0: farts was always, like, Stefan, when when it came out of Katie Bell's mouth, uh-huh. Stefan and I both were like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa. Like, we both kind of realized that for us, it was sort of. A bad word? Oh, like really? It fell a little into like I wouldn't say it's a bad word. It's more just like embarrassing, crass. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Crass. Yeah.
1: Crass. Yeah. Crass.
0: Um, and I didn't want my child saying fart. Right. I don't uh-huh. know why. Yeah. I mean, as as the we, other words for it <laughs> are so much, much, much classier we and say, more sophisticated. <laughs> we say butt trumpet, Katie Bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we just go. Yeah, we just make the sounds with our armpits. Uh, So, but then, like, as the—and she for Katie Bell, it was, like, really hard for her actually to understand. She was like, why is that bad? My teacher, like, this Mm -hmm. woman in my class said it. And then you just, like, realize different people use different language with it. Right. So, no judgment on fart families as opposed to toot families or poot families. Yeah. Uh, And as the kids have gotten older, I've gotten a little slacker— yeah with what yeah. we call them yeah. it falls into the same category of anybody like uh, using the bathroom mm-hmm. of there's no real word that i really like because it's not something you normally talk about you don't really talk about flatulence mm-hmm. you don't really talk about uh pooping or peeing mm-hmm. right and there's always all these words for it right so i probably for me i'm just uncomfortable with any discussion yeah which is why we're going to today. Yeah, that's right. why we're going to talk about it today. That said, there are other things related to Putin that, uh, like sayings. For uh-huh. example, there is silent but deadly. Oh, yeah. Right? That's SPDs. A, SPDs, silent but deadlies. And then there are also, we're in a moment right now where he who smelt it dealt oh, it. Oh, yeah. Comes up a lot. Yeah. And I would just like to say for the record that I think factually it is very rarely...
1: <laughs> He who
0: smelt he it. He who smelt it, yeah, that, that dealt, dealt, dealt it. it. Yeah,
1: that's true. He who dealt it hath left the room. Yeah, he
0: who dealt <laughs> it is pointing at you <laughs> or the dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I guess my first question is, that I wanted to explore, is when kids are very little, like when they're infants and really up through like toddlers I don't know if anybody really talks about it. Like kids aren't really making fun of it or responding yet. Like I was in picking up Ellis from preschool the other day and all the kids are sitting around watching like the teacher read a book Mm -hmm. and there were like two or three poots that happened (laughs) and like no one reacts, you know, and they're like, they're fairly audible. They're audible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And no one reacts. Yeah. Now,
1: I know. That's so So interesting. It is.
0: And I feel like even in like kindergarten, I don't remember hearing a lot or first, but I feel, so like, when does it change? And I feel like it's roughly around second,
1: Mm.
0: first, second grade, people start calling it out. Uh But then there's yet another level to it. And when it turns from something that's just like, yeah, funny funny or like, yeah, whatever. It's a fart, whatever, to like shame it's embarrassing. And it's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, like you don't
1: ever want somebody right. to catch you doing it. I yeah.
0: haven't quite—I feel like in third grade, there's been a lot—this is like when Katie Bell has shifted into, uh, it wasn't me. Mm, mm-hmm. When I feel like before that, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I don't know. What is—what are your thoughts— Do you guys make, I mean, like, do you guys make a big deal about it?
1: Do you not? No, we don't make a big deal out of it. I'm a little bit, like, slacking off in this area, I feel like, because I just, again, I know that, yeah, I know, like, Gracie, I've done nothing to make this happen. And she's, you know, she just finished first grade. She's six and a half. And she knows that you shouldn't do that in front of people. Right. She already knows that it's embarrassing. If she does it, she will look over at me like, oh my God, did you did <laughs> yeah. you hear that? I don't know how I'm supposed to react. react. Like, is this okay? Is this not okay? And I'm just kind of like, whatever. Like, I just kind of know, and Oscar will just like fart freely around yeah. the house. And I just feel like it's one of those, like, I guess They're figuring it out, and I don't really need to do anything about it. Like, I guess the only time is, like, if we're sitting at the dinner table and somebody does it, then I'll kind of be like, you know what? If you feel like you need to to toot, please go into the bathroom and then, like, come back after or something. Just because we're eating dinner and it's, like, kind of rude to do it at the table. You know, like— Kind of like that, but I like I don't want anybody to feel like freaked out or embarrassed about it. Right, it's really a bodily function, and And a lot of times they can't control it. Oh yeah, I mean, like that's a
0: big thing. Yeah, like I I I agree. I feel like the balance in our house and what has been is, a they just can't control it Mm -hmm. most of the time. Yeah, Uh, we try and do the same thing where it's like okay. Do you mind stepping away? Yeah. Yeah, like you'll be brushing a kid's tooth. Yeah. And then suddenly they do it. And you're like, oh God, we're just trapped here. Yeah. And then (laughs) you gotta move along. So you don't wanna be like gross, you're disgusting. Why would you do that? Yeah. But also it is gross. Yeah. It smells horrible. Yeah. So and they know it. And you know it. Well, it's a little
1: bit like picking their nose, right? Like if you see your kid picking their nose, you're kinda like, Well, I get that you need to do that. Yeah. Like, good for you for doing that, but yeah. can you go do it in the bathroom with a tissue? You know, Right, like- yeah, 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 yeah. Could you just step over there Yeah. And point it
0: that way? Yeah. I-, <laughs> I remember, like, going on long car trips with the family, and whenever my father suddenly rolled down the window, oh, yeah. that meant he had just let yeah. it go,
1: right? Oh, yeah. And so we would all, like, shh, yeah. everyone would roll the window down. Well, that's the other funny thing is that, like, I feel like my kids— still don't really have the hang of when it's okay for them to do it or not. Yeah. But, like, if one of us does it and oh, they yeah. smell it, it's the worst thing they've ever smelled <laughs> in their whole lives. Like, they lose their mind. Like, <laughs> well, so, like, I, there's
0: also, the other thing is that it's also, I, okay, I am the one who's screwing it up in our house on two levels. Okay. One, I agree. No one, you shouldn't necessarily point it out. Right. Okay? Yeah. I cannot control myself mm-hmm. wherever we are, mm-hmm. in a car, on the couch, in the bedroom, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I smell it,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I say, who did it? <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen, Stephen and I were talking about this last night. He's like, what? Why do you ask that? Yeah. I said, I have no idea. Yeah, I can't control it coming yeah. out of my mouth. And once I say it, yeah. I know there's no... There's nothing else to say other than okay,
1: right? There's no, I'm yeah. not planning Why do you on need to know? doing yeah. anything. Do you actually want to know, or I do don't you just know. feel like you're pointing it out, like you're you're making clear that you know, like it's nobody like, got away I, with it? Do you know what I mean? I like I, maybe I should spend some time in
0: my
3: yeah. next
1: therapy session yeah. trying to explore this. I I really,
0: it's one of those, it's like a trigger response. You yeah. get it?
1: Well, it kind of sounds like what we did when we were kids, <laughs> yeah. right? Like who did that? Because it's it a little bit like it's a little bit like defensive, like.
0: But I also think, see, Stefan, we have, I think we've talked about this on the show before too. Yeah. Where I, if I smell one. Yeah. I do automatically assume they have to go to the bathroom.
1: Oh, yeah. I and, do that yeah, too. Yeah. And I'm like, always like, do you need to go potty? Yeah. Mean, I always, I know. Farts
0: don't mean you have to go to the bathroom. I and know. like Ellis will say, I'll say, Ellis, do you have to use the potty? Yeah. And he'll say, no, it's just a poot. Yeah. And I'm Oscar like, a, I'm just yeah. letting the poot go. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. But so I think maybe that's part of why I'm like, who
1: did it? Yeah. Cause you're like, you wanna know, like, <laughs> where are we? Who needs to go to the bathroom? What's well, gonna happen? Yeah. And the other thing is, this is such a gross topic. I can't believe we're sorry, guys. <laughs> I cannot believe we are talking into microphones yeah. for other people to listen to this. Anyway. Okay. Go on. You heard it at the start of the show. Yeah.
0: Farts. I know. Best judgment. It just is what it is. Best judgment. Yeah. Listening to this show. Okay. The other thing is, is I think it's really funny. Oh yeah! See, this is the it other is really problem. funny. I yeah. think it's very funny. It is, funny. and so yeah, when they sometimes happen at, at funny certain times, t- at funny times, oh, yeah. I think it's really funny. I <laughs> do too. I also think the different ways your body can do it, whether it be like into your armpit or yeah. on the side, like making different sounds. Uh-huh. I think that's very funny. Uh-huh. My father, my parents sent Katie Bell an Easter card this year, uh-huh. and there was a rabbit on the front. It's one of those musical cards, and mm-hmm. it says, Here comes Peter Fartentale. And when you <laughs> open it up, it does the song oh uh, as, as puts. And oh it's my God. hilarious.
1: Oh my God. It's
0: very funny. Okay. Whoopie cushions,
1: very funny. Yeah. Okay. This Did got- I tell you how my kids <laughs> asked me if whoopie cushions are real? And when I said that they are, they got so excited. <laughs> Like, they were, like, it was, like, the greatest gift. like, really? They're real? Like, you can get one? What does it look like? What color is it? They wanted to know everything about it. And so at some point, I will get this for them, and they will think that it is, like, the best gift that they've ever received. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Guess what's in the stocking? Yeah. Uh,
0: Santa has brought whoopie cushions to my children. Uh They break immediately. Oh, uh uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, you know, you're taking a balloon. Pulling the end apart while they... Look, I think they're funny, but here's the risk. (laughs) This is what... We're not going much further than this, guys. (laughs) I want to wrap up sort of on helping guide them through this, though. Like Because I don't think my kids quite get the embarrassing thing yet. Uh Uh, And I don't want to go into too much detail about their personal experiences. (laughs) I just have... I have one child Mm -hmm. who cannot control it. Okay. I am like a the Hard little nut, I can control it, yeah, super great, yeah. Much there's trying to teach your children control yeah. of that seems very difficult it if you have a child difficult. who cannot control it, yeah. And also, there's part of that do you want to hold it in? Is that healthy for I you, know. right? Yeah. So, like, there's a lot happening here, but also, sort of, the making fun of it or it being a joke or whatever. I dated a guy for a very long time, and as a grown man, he thought. It was still hilarious. And we would be like, he was so great in every other way. Uh But like at parties and stuff, if he did it, he'd be like, (laughs) like he thought it was really funny. And the first time he did it, I was like, ha, 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 ha. ha." And then like you realize, oh, he's going to do this forever in all sorts of situations. And I thought, I can't, I don't want that either. Like that's. Like, I, that's too much. Yeah. Enjoying it for yourself. Right. Right? Yeah. Like And if if he, like, we lived together, and if, like, mm-hmm. he heard a noise, yeah. he would always, like, call it out, like, is there a duck in there or whatever? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I don't want.
1: Yeah.
0: That's. So. Yeah. It's trying to help navigate them through how to handle this in some way. And it's, yeah. the answer is probably just don't fucking shame them. So, you know, for Katie Bell, we had, like, a whole discussion of, like, we're just going to have to embrace it. If you can't control it, we got to embrace it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it happens. Life goes on. You know, if somebody makes fun of you about it, you just got to say, yeah, it's, you know, my superpower. And if you don't (laughs) stop messing with me, I'm going to turn it on you. Uh Right? And she's really done a good job of sort of embracing that Uh and not making her feel bad. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't know. It's a hard one to
1: navigate. It is really hard. Yeah. I don't know. I mean— I feel like it's definitely something that everybody has had that feeling of like, oops, it was yeah. me. I did, you know. Yeah. And then, like, you kind of realize that life goes on and that yeah. because everybody has had that moment, we've just all had that moment and nobody's special. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. Um, so I think it's okay. I think it's okay. Just don't talk about it at the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Support for One Bad Mother comes from the Audible Romance Package, a subscription for romance lovers by romance lovers that lets you listen all you want to a huge selection of romance audiobooks.
1: The Audible Romance Package has thousands of titles to choose from that you can listen to anytime, anywhere with the Audible app.
0: You can even use the steaminess score feature that tells you how steamy a romance gets from sweet to oh my god so you know which titles not to play around the kitties try the audible romance package today by going to audible.com badmotherromance that's audible.com bad romance and signing up for a free one month
1: trial Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485.
0: Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me.
1: Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. I saw what you
0: did. Oh my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom,
1: are a genius. Oh my
0: God. That's fucking genius.
1: So, driving to Max FunCon, I realized that the reason my toddler never sleeps in the car is because he finds it very stimulating to sit in between his two siblings who are, like, loud and fun and crazy. Yeah. And entertaining. Yeah. And so we were taking two cars to Max FunCon, and I decided that the two big kids were going to go in Jesse's car, and the toddler was going to go in my car. And we got stuck in traffic, and it took us three hours to get to Lake Arrowhead, and Curtis napped for three hours. He slept the entire way. Whoa. And then on the way home, Gracie was like, I want to go with you. And there was this part of me that was like, oh, should I say yes? And then I was like, the nap. He needs the nap. And I yeah. said, nope, sorry. Same seats as last time. And once again, he napped the entire way mm. back to Los Angeles. Gosh, I unlocked amazing. it. <laughs> Whoa, that's so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Good Thanks. job. Thank you.
0: Uh, card games. We've hit a new place. Ellis can play them. And we are, wow. we spent like all weekend playing Uno as a family, Yes, playing awesome. Go Fish as yeah. a family. It was epically fun. That's major. Yeah, it yeah. was major. Cool. Yeah, thank you.
4: Hi, this is Teresa. I have a genius for you. And really, it's a simple genius. I bought a minivan. Like, I don't know how I lived before I had this minivan. And I've only had it for three days. I mean, how did I ever get by with opening my own doors and my trunk? I'm pretty sure that everyone's getting sick of me talking about this van, but I really just can't get enough of this van. There's so many features in there that I'm pretty sure we could just live in it. And we might have to live in it because vans are super expensive. So really, this genius has just made my life so much easier. And I'm just going to keep talking about this van until nobody wants to hang out with me anymore. And then I'll just go hide out in my van and watch TV. So you are doing a great job. Bye.
0: Amazing. I'm super jealous. She called back like 50 times telling me about the van. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> when no one else wants to hear about your van, call the hotline. That's. Yeah. I am so in love with you and your van. Yeah, me too. It's amazing. Great passion. Great passion. Great van <laughs> passion. Love it. Failures. Fail. 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 Fail!
1: You suck.
0: Fail me, Teresa.
1: My fail is also related to toddler sleep, so <laughs> I'm glad he got some sleep during the day because he was definitely not sleeping during the night at Max Con, and he just was not happy in the travel crib, so... And I didn't want him to wake up the other kids and we're all in one room. So I just had him in bed with me and like both nights he was just rolling around and awake oh. and trying to talk to daddy and just like, just, I mean, he was just not getting settled cause he's not used to being in my bed yeah. and it was like, and we're in a weird place and everything. And so it was like, I, I just. I really did not sleep, like, all weekend. I just did not sleep all weekend. It was just a total fail.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm just going to talk more about the fact that I should have signed Katie Bell up to do something this summer. Yeah. This was very unlike unbelievable how I thought, like, as the weeks progress, I'm like, Am I really dragging her in here every week? Yeah. I've got, like, doctor's appointments and dentist. I will yeah. have to take her to so those. everything, yeah. I have, like, yeah. you know, wow, what was I thinking? You could, I, but... But <laughs> she's getting sick of it, Yeah. as am I. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not
4: smart. <laughs> Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a fail. Um... I signed up for a mommy fitness class because I wanted to do something nice for myself. Uh, and I could bring my seven-month-old to the fitness class and he'll play and it would be great. Um, but so far, my son has gotten into everything he's not supposed to. All the other babies seem to just be sitting and watching their mothers work out and... It's this wonderful time for the mom. I'm chasing my little guy all over the place, not really getting to work out.
0: Wow. That sucks. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for trying to go out and do something nice for yourself. When anybody calls and says...
2: I I tried to do something something nice nice for yourself.
0: yourself. Stop yourself immediately. (laughs) Also, I really like, she's like, I'm watching, it it seems like every other baby is lovingly looking at their mom Yeah. (laughs) Technically, you're getting a workout chasing your baby around the space. So that's probably worth however much you spent on this class. (laughs) Well, you're doing a horrible job taking care of yourself. Yep.
1: (laughs) You are the greatest known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family, when and where you need it. Care.com is the world's largest digital marketplace for finding and
0: managing family care. At Care.com, you can find care for everyone in the family. Whether you need child care while you're at work or need to line up a sitter for a special kid-free date night, Care.com is there for you. You can also find housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors, errand runners, and senior care.
1: You guys, Biz and I both have premium memberships with Care.com. To save 30% off your premium membership, visit care.com slash mother when you subscribe. That's care.com slash mother for 30% off a premium membership.
0: Teresa! Let's call someone today. Hey, let's call two people. Today, we <laughs> are calling and talking to Dory Shafrier and Kate Spencer, who are the duo behind the new self-care and lifestyle podcast Forever 35. Together, they dive deep into all things wellness, from face masks to restorative yoga to dealing with anxiety. Separately, they are writers and journalists, both publishing books last year. Dory's novel is called Startup, and Kate's memoir is titled... Dead Moms Club. Welcome, Dory and Kate.
3: Hello. Thank you. We're,
0: we're so excited to be here. Well, we are excited to have you on before we get into the podcast. Uh, I want to ask you guys, uh, who lives in your house? Dory? who lives in your house?
3: Um, I live here. My husband lives here, and my dog lives here. Ooh,
0: what kind of dog do you have?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, an 80-pound mutt. Whoa. Um, I know. We did the dog DNA test on him and he came back being like eight different things. So we're like, all right. Cool. You are you are as much
0: as you can get. That's awesome. What's your dog's yeah. name?
3: His name is Bo. It's short for Beauregard Bosch. Nice. Um, nice. He's on Instagram at Beauregard Bosch. If anyone wants to look at a really cute eighty pound dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Uh, Kate, who lives in your house? I live in my house with
5: my husband, Anthony, and my two daughters, Eleanor and Lydia, who are seven and five. And I also have a mutt named Lucy, but she's 13 pounds.
0: <laughs> Did you love Lucy enough to do a DNA test? <laughs> Oh, not only did I love her
5: enough, it was, like, the first thing I did when we adopted her. And, she's, and one pa- she's so muddy. Like, one parent was so much of a mutt, they couldn't trace back any generations. It was just, like, a generic terrier for, like, five generations. So she, she looks like a little little alien creature, and um, we love her very much.
0: That That's... Remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, we only want to talk about dogs. No one's yeah. kids. Let's yeah,
2: move on. <laughs> dogs,
0: dogs are uh, oftentimes more more easy to love.
2: Occasionally,
0: <laughs> that is sometimes very true. I can totally get behind that or loving my cats. But fish, as people on the show know, fuck fish. Yeah, not so much. Anyway, fish. Um, yeah. I have a <laughs> house full of fish, <laughs> and I. Really, am ready for them to pass on. Okay, let's get into the podcast. Uh, Let's start with uh, how you guys uh, met. How do you guys know each other, and what led to a podcast that focuses on self care and not dogs? (laughs) Fair question. Well, I would I would say that
5: dogs can be part of self care, but we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that later. Dory and I, I think, became first became friends online. We were both using Tumblr as a blogging platform a million years ago and both worked in kind of the larger New York media world. And then when we both ended up out here in Los Angeles, we started hanging out in real life and became real-life friends and writing buddies. And um, eventually, I think we're both kind of uh working on uh, working on and failing at and sometimes succeeding at implementing self care practices in our own life and just kind of organically decided to record ourselves talking about it <laughs> <laughs> and 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 i think and also talking to other uh women about it because you know our experiences are just our own so we we try to speak with um a larger, you know, diverse group of interesting women about how they implement self care in their own lives.
0: Well, okay, so yeah, and it, it really has struck a chord with a lot of people. Why do you? Why do you think so many people ha- are struck listening to it? And were you surprised by that? Sure, you want me um. to take this one? <laughs> <laughs>
4: sure.
2: <laughs> I think I
5: mean I mean a part of our focus of our podcast. For ourselves, is that we're getting older, and as we, you know, are aging, it's something we've started thinking more about. What's been interesting is that our listeners are all ages. We have some who are teenagers and some who are older than us, uh, and so that's been really cool and powerful to discover that it apply. You know, that it's applicable to everyone, not just people who are past 35. Um, but I think, look, like we have larger external struggles going on in the world. We have our life can be very challenging on an individual level. And I, I think people are looking for ways to bring more calm uh, to their lives and also maybe more self-reflection and, um, and also, you know, we are not, we say this in our introduction of our podcast we're not experts. <laughs> we're just two people living our lives, you know, failing and succeeding every day. And so, you know, the knowledge that we're bringing to our conversations is literally just as ourselves. We're not, you know, we're not skincare experts. We're not wellness experts. We're not self care experts. We're just two humans trying to figure it out. And so, I I I'm totally blown away by the fact that that people listen to us, uh and I'm I personally like that, that that makes me wanna cry. It's so cool and special to me. Um, but I think other people are just trying to figure it out too and finding like easy, simple ways to bring a little bit of, you know, joy, calm, contentment, reflection to their lives. Yeah. And you- also like a sheet masker too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I so here's a question. What do you think proves to be one of the biggest challenges. Like, we we talk about self-care on this show, too, as as parents, and just, like, we've kind of gone back and forth on the spectrum of, you know, yes, it's self-care if it's just vegging out in front of the television. You know, don't beat yourself up from treating going to the grocery store by yourself as self-care to other ways being like, no, no, that can't possibly be self-care. You've got to take a week away at a camp, you know, and like start a extra, you know, big versus little versus, you know, I, I know that for me, the biggest challenge is just you fall out of the habit sometimes and getting yeah. getting the habit back of, of doing things is very difficult. What have, what have you guys, after doing the show uh, for a while, what have you guys found to be some of the challenges? I mean,
3: I think one thing that's come out of doing the podcast, just from my own experience and also from hearing from so many listeners, is people realizing the power of, like, small acts of self-care, yeah. that it doesn't need to be a day at the spa um, to feel like you're doing something nice for yourself. Um, you know, we've, we've heard from women who say just, you know, the act of taking five minutes to put moisturizer on my face at night before I go to bed, which was something that I wasn't doing, um, but, you know, since I had two kids, for example, um, has been really powerful for me. So it's, that's been really eye-opening to me, um, just seeing the level to which, like, the level that a a small act of self-care can really affect people's lives.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And by the way, I have started doing my own nighttime face moisturizer as well. And you're right. It's a big deal. I wasn't doing it either. (laughs) And I was like, oh, hello, getting older, skin and stuff. Maybe I should wash you at night. That might be good, as opposed to just crashing on my face. Huh, weird. But you're right. I think there's something... About the small acts that can be really helpful and, you know, getting your brain back in gear uh, to, to, you know, make these sorts of choices. Um, you guys are pretty honest about everything on the show, from what you're dealing with to anxiety. Uh, nothing's really been off limits. Uh, was this something that you guys spoke about before you started the show that you guys were going to be this open? Or was it like, well, here we go? we're doing it now yeah (laughs) Um, we never had a
2: conversation
5: about it (laughs) i I think it's i think our podcast is is just an extension of how we speak to each other when we're not recording Mm -hmm. so it feels very it feels very comfortable and easy to talk about things and then also it's been nice because you know we don't often hear people talking about the medication that they're on for their anxiety or depression or you know how they're managing going through IVF like Dory's experienced, and I, I, I think it just it, um, it it's nice having these conversations, and then the response we get from people is that they're also going going through that, and it, it, it I don't know what I'm trying to say. I think it just it, it, there's a it helps having the small conversations because there other people are going through it too. I'm not articulating myself right, Dory. Do you have a thought on this?
3: Well, you know, I think I am going through IVF and I've been doing a podcast with my husband um, since last October. So like almost two years now about going through IVF. And I think that experience really got me comfortable with talking very <laughs> openly about what I was going through and my struggles. And, and that experience showed me that being open and honest and, and forthcoming about this stuff is really powerful. I, you know, I think I was a little bit, where you're in the past about being super open about what I was struggling with. And, and then doing this podcast, you know, we've just heard from so many people who are going through the same thing um, and thanking us for, for talking about it so openly that that, for me, that kind of like primed the pump to do forever 35, because I was like, well, I've already talked about these like really intimate details yeah. of my life. <laughs> um, and you know, talking about, you know, this this stuff is I don't want to say it's like second nature, but it just it feels natural to me and we do hear from a lot of women who say thank you, you know, I I haven't been able to talk about this stuff openly and hearing you guys talk about it has been really helpful for me. So yeah. that's that's really rewarding.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's great. I mean, you know, it's I think that's been One of the hardest things that we all deal with is feeling like you're alone. You're the only one going through it. Uh, And when we talk about this stuff, you know, these struggles and these things that aren't the, you know, Pinterest perfect version of how things are supposed to work, it's powerful. You know, it really. Totally. Yeah. You know, we should just take or, or actually it takes the power away from it being something awkward right? Like, we should just, uh, you know, everybody knows I think we should talk everything to death. Um, So I'm going <laughs> to ask this uh, for both of you guys, and I'll start with uh, you, Dory. How have your self-care routines changed over the years? Or have they? Maybe they haven't, but, like, I don't know if, like, maybe doing the show has altered how you do it, or just uh, given what's happening in your life,
3: if that's changed things? Yeah, I mean, I think... I think doing the show has really made me think about kind of these intangible things like being kinder to myself, which is its own form of self care <laughs> um, and something that I definitely did not think about in the past very much um and just you know that has been that has been really really powerful for me, like not holding myself to some impossible standard or you know beating myself up because I didn't do X, Y, or Z, or, you know, et cetera. And, um, being able to kind of like talk these things through has been really helpful. Um, so yeah, so that's been like a, that's been like a big picture sort of thing. Um, and then on a more like granular level, every week, Kate and I set a weekly intention. Um, and that has been, that's been really fun and great for me as well, because it it's usually something really simple and, and again, like something that is easy for us to succeed at and just giving ourselves like a little pat on the back. I think that's, that's something that like a lot of women don't do for themselves a lot. Well, and
0: for those so, of us who rob ourselves of that sort of thing and, or maybe aren't a hundred percent sure on what that means. Can you give me an example? Can you tell us a little bit about what setting a weekly intention is like?
3: Sure. Um, So it's ranged from everything from like, uh, Kate, the one that sticks out to me the most is when is the the hamstrings one. Um, Kate, Kate, one of Kate's was to, to do like a forward fold every day,
4: um,
3: (laughs) for a minute to like, loosen up her hamstrings. And I, I thought it was such a great intention that I copied it. Um, <laughs> and so it like ranges from stuff like that to like my intention last week was, I just went through another IVF cycle. My intention was to um, just try to relax. And because like when you do IVF, you can't exercise and there's just a lot that you can't do and to not like get too anxious about that and freak out. So, you know, it ranges from like this super tangible, like do a forward fold every day. To, like, <laughs> <laughs> try to just be nice to yourself. Um, compassion, I think, is like a big theme that we that we discuss a lot, both compassion for others and for ourselves.
0: Yeah, I love the idea of the weekly intention. That's that's so that's such a positive thing to sort of put out in the world for yourself uh, and for others. Yeah. Uh,
1: oh, sorry, Teresa. This, this just makes me think of. Um, like, how having compassion for ourselves really helps with having compassion for others. Like, they're so interconnected, yep. and sometimes we don't even think about totally. it. Um, for example, like thinking about with body image. Mm-hmm. Um, things mm-hmm. I've noticed for myself that once I kind of started just like loving my own body and being like my own body is pretty awesome that like out in the world mm-hmm. everybody looks great to yeah, me all yeah, of yeah, a sudden. Yeah. like I'm like <laughs> yeah like everybody looks great yeah they every every single person looks great yeah like it's yeah. so yeah. weird totally. how that shifts your your mentality yeah, no. yeah you can apply that to so many Yeah, other, yeah, yeah,
0: I love that. I love that. Kate, what about you? I mean, you, you know, how has yours changed uh, over the years? Well, I mean, when Dory and I
5: started this podcast, I didn't really wash my face at night. I didn't take off makeup (laughs) when I wore it. I also often would not brush my teeth at night. I would just go to bed because I'm tired. You know what I mean? And look, like, I also think self-care is sometimes not washing your face. Like, yeah, pardon my language go, go for it. If you don't want to brush your teeth, like, great. But (laughs) it has helped me on a very basic level. Just like it feels nice when I wash my face and feel warm water on my skin and then pat a little oil into it. That's a nice touch. Um, (laughs) But I, I, I do think it's kind of made me reevaluate what I think of as self care. Mm. You know, like for a long time I was like self care, uh, a massage, a facial, and now it's more, I think, like quality time with people, appreciating the world around me. Um, you know, feeling gratitude for myself and for others, and 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 trying to be more of service. Like it's kind of made me. I, I think compassion again is a big part of it, and it's made me realize, you know, self care doesn't need to be something that is purchased. It's really more about just implement implementing think a more like loving perspective of yourself and of others and also Mm -hmm. like finding ways to um, invite like calm into your life. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't mean that on like a touchy feely level. I mean like setting up, you know, a system where you begin to pay off your credit card debt so that that is something you can eventually not have to stress about. It means like, you know, checking in about your anxiety and what's causing it and evaluating if you need to medication. You know, it's kind of about actual, you know, tangible care or just simple things we can do that just will then hopefully relieve a little bit of the stress and anxiety in our life.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's such an interesting wording of that. Like you think bringing calm into your life, you're like, all right, meditation app. But (laughs) it is, you know, sort of chipping away at the things that keep us from being calm. And I think that's that's not always thought of as part of the self care. That's sometimes looked at as, oh, another thing I've gotta do, as opposed to wow, this is really gonna yeah. make me feel better later. God, I, yeah. just, I love it. Dory and Kate, thank you so much for joining us today. Forever 35 is the podcast, and we're going to link everybody up to where they can find that. They can also find uh, the books as well as Dory, your other podcast. Thank you guys so much, not only for what you're doing on the show, but for coming on to talk with us today. Oh,
3: my gosh. Thanks thank you for having us. This was so fun. This, <laughs> yeah. We,
0: we like to have fun. <laughs> Talking about dogs. Right. Self-care. <laughs> Talking about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a great week. Okay. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Brainwave
4: mistakes in Book Club, right? You drink a little too much, you don't actually read the book, and if you're under the bubble in Fairhaven, your individual will get subsumed by the collective.
6: Hey, maybe I just let him go and whip us up some guac.
4: We do not require guac.
3: We require only nutrients and expansion. You will become Book
4: Club. You will eat, pray, and love with us. Join Book Club. Bubble the sci-fi comedy from MaximumFun.org. Just open your podcast app and search for Bubble.
6: Hey everybody, Hal Lublin and Mark Agliardi from We Got This here to talk about our upcoming live shows. Why don't you tell everybody the details about our show in Philadelphia? Sure, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna go down to Philadelphia Improv Theater, okay? I'm gonna do it on Saturday, June 23rd, okay? There are two shows. One is 5 o'clock show. There's an 8 o'clock show. At 8 o'clock show, you can get a VIP ticket and hang out with us at 7 p.m. for like a whole hour. We'll sign something for you. You can hang out. You can talk to us. And then come see a show. Both shows are going to be completely different though. Both shows? Both shows are going to be different. I sounded like a British actor trying to do a Philadelphia accent. Yeah, you, You can look up Philadelphia Podcast Festival. You can look that up and get tickets there. Or you can go to Philadelphia Improv Theater. To the Fit Theater, P-H-I-T, uh, and you can get tickets there, or you can just go direct at fit.ly forward slash We Got Philly 2018. That's W-E-G-O-T, P-H-I-L-L-Y, 2018.
0: That was nice yeah it was nice to hear somebody else talking about self-care yeah. other than us panicking about yes. self-care right yes 100 <laughs>
1: percent yes
0: two <laughs> people come on and talk to us yes about it mm-hmm. and i really liked how non-stressful they sounded about it yeah and how it was just like no it can be yeah i and also brushing teeth that
6: brushing made teeth. me happy yeah. i like
0: a, it's a good one a low bar Yep. Uh, that's great. Yeah. I thought it was, and their podcast is so great, guys. It's so judgment-free as well. And and just, uh, yeah, the two of them talking about how they're trying to get this into their life. Um, So everybody check that out. Speaking of checking something out, <laughs> let's listen to a mom have a breakdown.
2: Hi, Biz and Teresa. My name is Jenny. I've been listening to the show for about three years and I'm calling with a Rant slash breakdown. I'm having a really hard time right now. Um, my I have a baby that's four months old, and I have a son who's three years old. And my three-year-old started exhibiting some problematic behavior at preschool. Um, so much so that they called it an observer from the state to come in, uh, And the observer came in, and her recommendation was that uh, we sent him to a developmental pediatrician and start him in occupational therapy um, and that he get a formal assessment to see um, what's going on, whether it be sensory processing disorder or being somewhere on the ASD spectrum. And I know that none of those diagnoses are the end of the world. And I know there's lots of amazing kids with them, but it's so painful uh, when you have to go through it for your own child, uh, especially with a four-month-old baby. So I just want to call them just not. Dealing with it very well, and I just appreciate so much the support that this show gives me. And if everybody could just send a little love my way, I would really appreciate it. Oh, and to top everything off, he was asked to leave his preschool. So now we are dealing with finding another preschool and getting him enrolled there and a huge transition. All right. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye.
0: Wow. First of all, you are doing a remarkable job. For real. Yeah. This is, you know what? And look, you're right. This is something lots of people deal with within their families. And you're right. It's good to know because now you can. You have this gift of being able to uh, find the right care, find the right help for your child. None of that takes away from You're right. How scary this is. You know, when we find out new stuff like this, uh, and it can come in lots of different forms, but when we find out this new information, it is unknown. It is scary because we don't know enough yet. We haven't had a chance to process it. Um, There's the Internet (laughs) where we immediately go. Our brains go into overtime of wanting to try and... Fix it right away, or solve all the problems right away, or do all the research right away, or get all the right specialists and all that. You know, it's so much. It's so that's like we get put into that position with it, and that's overwhelming and it's scary. It's like not, you know, Teresa and I've talked about this where we're we're heading in one direction, thinking this is exactly the way our life's going to go, or our kids are going to be, or how it's all going to be, and then the next day it's not. And it's okay to give yourself time to process that and processing that and being scared about it is not the same thing as not you not being able to handle it and uh, having a wonderful, great life for your children and for your family. That's not the same thing.
1: Yeah, I just want to say that you're not alone. Right. And um, and it's going to be okay. And if you aren't already aware, there is a wonderful One Bed Mother um, subgroup on Facebook that I had to pull up on my phone so that I could get the name right. Because <laughs> we've worked really hard on the name. <laughs> The name is OBP's of kids with special needs, disabilities, complexities, neurodiversities. Mm-hmm. It is one of my absolute favorite places on the entire internet. I don't post there a lot, but it's full of wonderful supportive people who will understand everything about what you're going through. And I just I just want to add that, you know, I I have more or less been there, you know. I have two differently wired children at least, <laughs> one to be decided. <laughs> Um, and you're doing such a good job, and it's going to be okay.
0: Yes, and we are going to be here, and uh, you've got support. Yep. You're not alone. Nope. You're doing a remarkable job, and all of your responses in this moment are normal. <laughs> Teresa, what did we learn today? I know what we learned Beans, beans, good for your heart. The more you eat them, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. So, so eat, eat more beans, beans with at every meal, meal. unless you're at Teresa's family, in which it is the more you beans, eat, the beans, more you beans, chew, Yeah, magical, magical fruits. Fruit. The yeah. more you eat them, the more you cheat. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're gonna have much of a wrap up on this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're just gonna uh, let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> if sleeping dogs was a euphemism. <laughs> Or flatulence. <laughs> we also learned that self-care is incredibly important and comes in many different forms. And sometimes it's nice to listen to other people talk about self-care. Yeah, <laughs> Go check out Forever 35. Summer, summer, summer. It's here. We're in it. It's like the holiday break that never ends. Yep. <laughs> so everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. And I do want to say, I listen to the calls. I see what happens on the boards. Guys, you are truly doing a remarkable job. Everybody is dealing with so many different things, Uh, some visible, some not visible. Uh, It is a lot. And you're all doing great. Uh, So uh, try to remember that if you can. And if not, write it in lipstick on your mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. We will talk to you guys next week.
1: Bye.
6: I got to load down, mama blues. I got to slow down, mama blues. got to load down mama blue, low down mama blue. Got low down mama blue, got low down mama blue. Know that right.
0: We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart. Our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, are perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and
1: press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to maximumfunorg slash donate. Well daddy, baby,
6: boss and buy dot flow down mama through. Oh daddy, baby, buss and buys not flow down mama fruit. Yeah.
2: Maximumfun.org.
6: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
2: Listener supported.